Time now to welcome our traveling correspondent, comedian Tom Papa, in a segment we call Out in America. Thank you, Chris. On behalf of Live From Here, I continue my journey across the country, shining a light on all the good people in America. This week, I went to Portland, Oregon. If you're going to visit this wonderfully weird city, Halloween week is the perfect time to go. In Portland, it's hard to tell what are decorations and what's just Portland. I was picked up at the airport by an Uber driver who was wearing a welder's mask. This was not a costume. He said that he refuses to conform to what other people expect him to wear. We should be free to do whatever we want, man, he said. If a nurse wants to wear a suit and tie, or a businessman wants to dress in a tutu with tights, they should. I agree up to a point, but we have uniforms for a reason, so we know what job everyone is supposed to do. If I'm about to have heart surgery, I don't want the doctor walking in dressed like the guy from Foot Locker. What if he is the guy from Foot Locker? And this is the day he decided to change careers and just wing it. Now, I don't know what an Uber driver is supposed to wear, but it should probably be something with a little more vision than a welder's mask. <laughs> After arriving slowly but safely, I checked into a cool boutique hotel that had pictures of rock stars on the walls and those new showers that are set up in the middle of the room. I'm not sure how I feel about this new design. When you're young and beautiful, it makes sense. But after a certain age, it looks less like a shower and more like a diorama showing what can go wrong with the human body. It's really like a very ugly snow globe. One of the best things about Portland, of course, is their coffee. I walked along the early morning streets filled with a misty fog that sprayed my face like I was a head of supermarket lettuce. I found a great coffee shop that still had that early morning vibe with great wood tables, soft music playing, and a barista who looked like sunshine. I grabbed a coffee and a rustic cranberry scone, sat at the window, and all was right with the world. After a minute or two, I noticed a peculiar man looking at me from across the room. He had a long gray beard and a tall wool hat that rose to a peak and flopped off to the side, making him look like a wizard. His chubby little fingers were covered with rings, tapping at the sides of a large clay coffee cup. This was not a costume. He wouldn't stop staring at me. I wasn't sure if he knew me or wanted to fight me. I smiled one of those little smiles that says, hello, and please stop looking at me. But now he was staring even harder. Have you ever had a wizard from Portland stare at you in a coffee shop and started to feel like he might be putting a spell on you? I have. <laughs> Suddenly he put down his cup, took a deep breath, and hopped off his stool. He was much shorter than he looked a minute ago. He was about waist high and was marching towards me with quick little steps. He was wearing a cloak and carrying a walking stick. Not knowing what to do, I nervously touched my scone as if that would make him go away. <laughs> but it was too late. He was on me and I braced for the attack. I know you, he said, and you know me too. I assured him that he must be mistaken. I don't live around here, and I had only gotten in the night before. I know what I'm saying. I never forget a face, unlike you, who apparently have forgotten mine. But no matter, you can still come with me. I said, where are we going? He said, to the river, of course. Have you ever drank so much Portland coffee and somehow ended up in the middle of a Hobbit movie? 
I have. We have to find my girlfriend, he said. She has black hair, blue eyes, and really long legs. What's her name, I asked. He said, I don't know. I haven't met her yet. That's why we're going. He left, we left the shop, took two steps, and he demanded that we get a snack. He stopped in an empanada truck. He said, we'll need four of these, three for me and one for you. He swallowed them whole. Now follow me. We have to make up ground, he said. And he handed me a bike and told me to get on it and hold her steady. He gathered his cloak and climbed onto the seat. And on his command, I started pedaling down the hill. I heard someone yelling behind us. Have you ever been ordered around by a tiny wizard and suddenly got the feeling that you were stealing someone else's bike? I have. When the police caught up to us, we tried to explain that we were on a quest. They were not amused. When I gave the police my name, the wizard turned and said, Tom, your name is Tom? You're not who I thought you were at all. I'm sorry, officer, he said, but I have been kidnapped. The police let us go as long as we returned the bike. On the way back, the wizard apologized and asked if we could stop at a hot dog truck. He said, I'm too upset, he said. I can't possibly make the return trip without a hot dog or two to settle my nerves. I agreed because, frankly, this was more fun than anything else I had planned. <laughs> we sat on the curb eating our hot dogs, and a woman walked by. She had black hair, blue eyes, and really long legs. I said, wait a minute, is that your future girlfriend? He said, well, yes, indeed it is. That's, that, that, my friend, is what we call magic. I couldn't believe what had happened. I asked him if he was a real wizard, and he said, no, man, this is Portland. I'm a doctor. <laughs> Thank you, Portland, and until next time, this has been Tom Papa out in America.